Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hey, we are just 17 minutes away or so from announcing a name in our $10,000 app giveaway. If you hear your name at 520, you're going to get 100 bucks and you're going to be entered to win a $10,000 prize of your choosing. There's some fun prizes. Check them out on mytalk1071.com, keyword app. You could get a $10,000 Rosedale shopping spree. There's some diamond earrings. There's a trip to Disney World. And There's an ATV. Yes. Uh, like a jet ski thing. And here's the deal. Yes. As we used to say back in the late 70s, not too shabby. Not too shabby <laughs> is right. So we talked about, you know, on the app, do you need to register every day or do you just right. register once and entered? You don't have to register every day, but you can get more entries if you register every day. So it would behoove you to enter every day. Yes. Yeah. And it's easy. So all you have to do is download the app. And it's a great app. You'll like it. It really is. We're not selling you, you know. We're not selling you down there. snake oil here. The app is a great way to listen to my talk, especially like live or, hey, let's listen back. Like I said, you know, Tuesday's book uh, interview was great. You can listen to that hour. You can go to Lori and Julie's book club. Just find all your author interviews all in one spot. It's so, it's really well put together. It is. And you know what's funny is we got an email just yesterday, I think, someone who missed when you came back from your Hawaii vacation, Lori, mm-hmm. and she missed your book summary. Oh, yeah. And so she's like, well, when, when, what day was, what it? Day was that? So she went back to like February 23rd or whatever it is in the first hour so she could catch it. And that's how cool it is that you can really be yeah, specific. specify. Yep. All right. Like so, if people miss John Bream, they can go back to 430. Absolutely. Today and listen to them. Absolutely. Now, what I am worried about is I see a name on our schedule. Oh, Johnny Depp. Yeah. What has he done now, Lori? Well, Julia, it isn't what he has done right okay, now. What's it's happening? what's happening. Okay. Um, is this his long shelved gangster rap thriller movie, City <laughs> of Lies. Okay. Uh, which is. It was supposed to be released like three years ago. That's how long it's been done. And then they, it was going to come out. This is the one where he plays a detective investigating Notorious B.I.G. His two packs murders. Yes. Okay. Okay. So a trailer dropped last night and Johnny Depp is playing this L.A. police detective, Russell Poole. And Forrest Whitaker is playing the other uh, detective, uh, Jack Johnson. And they investigate the unsolved murders of the two rap legends amid the East Coast, West Coast uh, hip hop feuds of the late 1990s. And it is going to start, um, it's going to hit movie theaters March 19th, which is uh, next week. And it'll start streaming on um, uh, premium video on demand. And... um, this follows on the heels. I don't know if any, I, I know I haven't watched it. Maybe Rocco, did you watch the Netflix documentary, Biggie? I got a story to no, tell. No, I never did, no. Um, which people, I don't want to say it hypnotizing, but people were going crazy watching that documentary. They liked it so much. Okay. So the movie was originally going to be called Labyrinth, and it was going to come out August of 2018. 
um, after a lawsuit emerged involving the film's location manager. This is the guy who said Johnny Depp punched Punched him him. out on set. And the actor said, no, 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 that didn't happen. But the lawsuit is going to trial later this year. So that's the first time the movie got pulled. And then it was... That actually was a, you know, maybe it was a reprieve. He's because, you know, I don't know if it's not supposed to be good, but it's an independent movie. And can it do anything for him? Because remember the Hollywood Reporter story about two months ago where he was like basically uh, just taken apart in this Hollywood reporter oh, about how horrible. nobody has said no to him right. and all these dumb decisions he's, he's made. made over and, the years. He blew it himself. Yeah. yeah. Had was surrounded by yes people. Right. And you know, I mean, there's a bank suing the distributors of city of lies. Oh, it's it feels like Linus in the dirty, dusty blanket <laughs> is just following around Johnny mm-hmm. Depp. I mean, well, the dust in the dirt. This is it going to be it, any good? I don't know, but it got pulled originally because he had punched out this right. big guy on the set of the movie, want, and he was suing them. I want you to take note. This was your hero. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. This, we, this, I had no idea us. that uh, our heroes fail us. Well, they do. He really, they they really do. I I I do. I did get very upset with him when he. There's you know, many reasons. Had. The movie Romance with Amber Heard. Oh, it was such a middle aged man so dumb, dumb thing. Yeah. Um, here's a little uh, movie news Kenneth Branagh is going to direct the Bee Gees biopic for Paramount. And what did he do, Lori? Why do we know that name? Kenneth Branagh, he was, he was married to Emma Thompson, and he's a director and British guy. I'm he, just trying to think of other movies he's oh, done. So, he did too, all those, like, you know, British Shakespearean. Oh, like. But he Emma had, a, he had some that? mainstream. I'm trying. I'm looking. He up was now. in uh, the movie with Johnny Depp, wasn't he? On the uh, <laughs> Hercules Poirot. Oh, was those, he? Yeah, he played that. He's massive. He's both sides of the camera. But I always remember him first is that that he and Emma Thompson were a couple, and then he broke her heart and dumped her after they were in a couple movies together. Right. But, um, so the Bee Gees movie, they're envisioning it very much along the lines of a Bohemian Rhapsody. Got it, got it. Barry Gibb, who participated in the very touching HBO documentary, How Can You Mend a Broken Heart? All of us highly recommend that. He's very involved in the narrative of the movie and will be executive producer. And they that Paramount got the life rights to the Gibb family estate, so the music will be all Bee Gees original. Got it. And so, you're right, he was he directed Murder on the Orient Express okay. in 2017. And that, that was Johnny kind of Depp. a bomb. Yeah. That was a bomb. Yeah. So, anyway, there people are kind of excited about that. Um, and, and remember, um, you know, the Bee Gees held the record for best-selling um, album ever until BTS came along and broke that in 2020. But And we just talked to John Bream, and he doesn't even know if they sing live. He, 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 he does know that. He didn't watch that unplugged thing that Yeah, Lori he didn't watch it. Because, and, and, Lori, you, how could you tell if it was live or Memorex? You could, because you could tell. <laughs> oh, Lori. Oh, yeah. we, we've been <laughs> lip-sync to Stop. for years. Dude, I will not... Tolerate even any of your BTS you, hate. Yeah, you don't even, don't even do you it. don't even want to go there. They're so so good. Anyway, 
And they have sang live, and I know that they're not in John's wheelhouse <laughs> of music, but damn it, if they ever tour, I'm going. Oh, and then some. Yeah, are you going to come right with next me? To you. Okay. Of course I will. And then uh, Keith Urban is going to host the 2021 ACM Awards for the second year in a row, and Mickey Guyton is uh, also hosting because country music. They have a problem, and they're like, "Hey, let's get a person of color." Absolutely. And Mickey had, the, uh, you know, she's had. Um, she's good. She's very good. Yep. She did the. Um, she did the uh, duet with P- with Keith Urban. I think last year. What are you going to tell her? He pl- he was at the piano, mm-hmm. and she we sung in Keith a beautiful Urban. white dress. So anyway, they're excited about that. So that's. That's a good thing. Anthony Hopkins, the reviews, the father is finally out. Oh, where can we watch it? Is it every? Go- it's in select the- theaters. Okay, and um, but it, it is out. This is with Olivia Coleman and Anthony Hopkins, and um, uh, this is from um, the New York Post. Uh, Johnny Johnny Olasinski, who's their movie reviewer. He said, you know, this has been a year of Titanic male performances. You got Chadwick Boseman, right. Delroy Lindo in The Five Bloods. Yes. Did you guys both see that? No. No, it's on my list. Oh, it's so good. Uh, Riz Ahmed in, in the, the Sound, Sound of, Metal. of Metal, which is amazing. And so Anthony Hopkins, he he's 83 and he's playing a man suffering from dementia and you know stories about the aging mind have grown in popularity as the mind is aging as as, population is that's right as Uh people are living longer and um but it's from this french director and um he gets gets a visit from his daughter olivia coleman Uh and um she had tells him i'm moving from london to paris to live with a new boyfriend and conversations ensue everything happens Mm -hmm. but it's like how they show how the mind is weird is what makes this oh interesting and they said this is his best work in years anthony hopkins so i like that yeah so that that is happening jennifer garner okay this is i love her so much i know first of all she said she would do an alias reboot yes and that's when we first met like jj abrams we met jennifer garner we met um Bradley Cooper, Bradley Cooper, um, when she met the Daredevil, Ben Affleck in his movie. And, um, you know, this is way back at the beginning, but she was ruthless. She was so great, great in Alias. And that would be another show if people are looking because people keep asking us what other shows, what other shows I burned through my alias. Go back. Well, she was amazing. Has a big new profile in The Hollywood Reporter, and it is the most deeply reported piece on Jennifer Garner. Since her post-divorce Vanity Fair classic, Jennifer Garner on the rebound. And that's really the last time Mm -hmm. she's gone way in depth. And in this interview um, with The Hollywood Reporter, she speaks very candidly. If you're interested in reading about fame, about Ben Affleck, about raising children in Los Angeles. She's got a new movie out. Um, But they get into the early days of dating when she and Ben and the outsized attention on them mm-hmm. and she acknowledges that it was because of the Benefer yes. um, relationship yes. with J-Lo. And, but she was very, this is what she said to the Hollywood Reporter uh, journalist, people are in awe of him. He's done incredible things. He's 6'4", he's him, and they treat him with kind of a reverence. 
About who? Ben Affleck. He's 6'4"? Yeah. Remember how tall he yeah, was? Yeah, he really yeah. was. He stood out. I mean, he is a movie star. He is a movie he star. He is a movie 100%. star. 100%. And um, she, her take on fame now that the kids are older is complicated. She worries about stories they could hear in the press, particularly, I suppose, about Ben. Their dad. Uh, yeah. As well, a, a bit of like, um, you know, she confessed that she does... Um, you know, miss their younger years. Who doesn't as yeah. a parent? Oh, if you could go back and freeze them for a couple years, because mm-hmm. they're it, so delightful. She also talks about the fact that her kids were, she doesn't have a lot of pictures when her kids were younger because they were so afraid of cameras. Yeah. Because everywhere they, they went, went, the paparazzi was mm-hmm. all after them. Mm-hmm. And then her oldest daughter, whatever her name is, was in a kindergarten recital and people want to take pictures, and she's like, why won't that man just leave us alone? Why do they keep following us? I just want us to be normal. Right. You know, and then she also talks about her mom bod. She says, I've got friends who their hips have gotten smaller after childbirth. That didn't happen to me. Right. She's yeah. really, she's so relatable. It was a, it's a very, very in-depth, good, good interview, and she just doesn't do those. So if you are a Jennifer Garner fan, I know she was on Ellen today. and She was on GMA the other morning. Yeah. She's, 13 going on 30 was like 25 or 30 years old or something. Yeah, and I forget the name of the Just Say Yes or something, her new movie. It sounds like a kind of a kid's movie. But anyway, she is the real queen of nice, and she was the only person, Rocco, on the red carpet who always... Smiled and waved and stopped and let us and took pictures. She was very. She's lovely. She's one of the rare ones. We're from Minnesota. I miss those days. I miss. We miss them too. Smile and she had the greatest. We would just always just be. Oh God, she's so beautiful and nice. All right, listen, we got to go. It's time for the dirt alert, Melissa. This is a my talk dirt alert. Go, Melissa, huh, Holly? Yes. Awesome. She just won $100. And has a chance to win $10,000. And more than many prizes. Oh, my goodness. Well, the only way your name is going to be read by Rocco is if you go download the app and get registered for our contest. So go and do that now, please. Yes, no kidding. Uh, You know, I did have a little uh, request line for any kind of royal gossip. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. That has come down the pipeline. Nothing's really changed since you guys talked about it at 3.15. Right. Uh, the Page Six headline exclusive sources saying Prince Harry and Prince William are looking for ways to have a heart-to-heart talk. 
But it, it's so generic. Well, that, don't you think that is, I mean, William making that off the cuff, we are very much not a racist uh, mm-hmm. family after the Queen had said they would be exploring, the recollections vary and they'd be exploring it privately. They never answer anything uh, from anybody uh, yelling, I'm so shocked that he did. It's so dumb. Yeah, the source in the UK tells Page Six, they have opened communication channels Hollywood speak on that is they still are talking to each other. They aren't, but he sounded very callous when he said that he hadn't talked to his brother, but that he will do. Mm-hmm. And five days after his brother does make this very heartfelt, as does his wife, about yeah. how bad it was, how bad. Maybe William didn't realize it was that bad. And he doesn't pick up the phone and say, bro, I had no idea it was that bad. Mm. Anything. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Anything. So William saying that, actually, I, I feel like Charles is, and Queen Elizabeth are like really... Slapping his hand. Yeah. You need, to, you need to be a bigger brother now and be the bigger man. And why man. the hell did you answer right. this guy, TV guy? Right. Exactly. You could tell he's just at his edge. Yeah. From, yep. you know... When he talks to us all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Prince William. Yes. He would him. like to be king. He's been training for it. Yeah. Well, good luck. <laughs> they well, live long in that family. Right? Oh, well, uh, we'll move on from the British royal family uh, to a celebrity birth. Emily Ratajkowski has given birth to her first child with her husband, Sebastian Bear McClard. The child's name Sylvester Apollo Bear. Sylvester Bear. Okay. <laughs> Everyone seems to be doing all right. She shared the news with a photo on Instagram. Sylvester is not a name you hear a lot. I kind of like it. Sly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Sly Bear. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Eddie Murphy has been announced uh, as an inductee into the NAAA, excuse me, Thursday Mouth, NAACP Image Awards Hall of Fame this month. Good for him. Yeah. So he's going to be honored during the March 27th ceremony that's airing on CBS. And uh, he's going to be presented the award by Arsenio Hall. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, that's perfect. Have either of you watched Coming to America? Yes, I I watched the premiere. And? And I made it halfway through till my internet froze. Oh. This is the thing. This is why I'm ready to go back to movie theaters. Yeah. Technical difficulties are just something that is mm-hmm. my middle name. And so I'm ready to go see it. But it was really funny. Awesome. It was really fun. Awesome. Well, previous inductees include Oprah Winfrey, Stevie Wonder, Spike Lee, Ray Charles, and Sidney Poitier. So he is in good company in being the in the Hall of Fame. So good for him. Oh, and watch Coming to America, why don't you? Because we all need to have a little laugh these yes, days. Yes, no kidding. Uh, apparently, uh, over in the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City world, <gasps> Jen Shaw's lawyers fired off a cease and desist letter to two Instagram accounts earlier this week that shared leaked audio of her yelling at her former designer, Koa Johnson. Mm. Her attorney confirmed to page six that he did send those letters. And he wrote in the letter, among other things, each account contains video or audio content that was unlawfully acquired from the Shaw's home security system. Wow. She's a, she's, she's, she's a hot tamale. Oh, she... I mean, she's just... Got, she runs hot. Yeah. She just runs hot. She's really... She goes from zero to... I don't think we've she, seen someone this... Um, it goes zero to Explosive. 50 since Teresa Judice. The mm. very first year. Yeah. Because Teresa, when she did flip the table. Mm-hmm. He's just, and she got runs quite hot. a mouth on her. Oh, like my. Like effing every oh, other word. Oh, my word.
And she was the one who had a very plunging neckline during the reunion show, right? And no. she had the hair pulled the up real tight in like a ponytail. It was hurting her brain. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, she's um, she's married. She's to the had coach. all this. She's had so many injections in her face. You can't tell if she's. 40, 50, 60, 70, she's, 80. She's way younger than you think. And yeah. then people were upset. She was upset when people thought she was in her 50s. Mm-hmm. Well, well, you know, and age is ambiguous. Well, well with injections, you, you can't tell. Well, that's you know, what I mean. But it's, you look older when you start putting a lot of injectables in, in too young. You yeah. will look older. It does the opposite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You guys- I mean, look at Chloe's face ID. Is there anything on the planet that works harder? <laughs> I don't know. You know, that that if you want to go and look at that, go to Khloe Kardashian's Instagram account. It's shocking. It's really quite shocking. And this comes from a video where Khloe Kardashian is doing some SpawnCon things. She's got some, you know, makeup collaboration thing that she's trying to sell. And she shut off the comments on that Instagram post because so many people were shocked at the appearance of what seems to be a new nose on Khloe Kardashian's face. It's a new nose, chin, cheeks, lips, and she just feels like she's trying to look like Kim. And I just hate that she doesn't, she hated herself and that she did this. This is like Latoya Jackson. Love yourself, Khloe, but now what are you going to do? It's too late. Oh my gosh. How do you reverse that? That is a question that I feel like we need to ask a professional. Because yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Hey, Holly, yeah. I love the extra pictures you gave us on the House of Gucci. Oh, yes. my goodness. Yes, go to mytalk1071.com. Oh. Check out the Lori and Julia show page because in Italy right now, as we speak, well, probably right not, not right now. They're probably in bed. Right. Uh, but the House of Gucci, the new Ridley Scott movie starring Lady Gaga, Adam Driver, so many early 80s sweaters, mm-hmm. so many scarves, yep. wigs. Glasses, everything is there for a visual treat for your and, eyes. And Ridley Scott is—he knows how to make a movie. Oh. And Adam Driver is a very good actor. And I'm excited to see Lady Gaga in her sophomore debut—an yes. Italian woman playing an Italian woman. So there's that's going to be easy for her. Did you guys watch All the Money in the World? Yes. Okay, because Ridley Scott did that movie too, yes, if I'm did. not mistaken. So interesting that he's going. That was a great movie. From mm-hmm. one true life expose yeah, to, another. to another one. Yeah, that's true. Cool. Well, I don't know. I think that movie is it coming out. I think it's supposed to be like November of this year. Oh, fantastic. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Ooh, I can't right. wait. Good stuff All right, down thanks, the Thanks, Sally. All right, Arrivederci, late. She has a theory. It is time for theories. There's so many theories. Here's a theory that uh, in the year, one year of the pandemic, um, this has probably been the biggest year for self-fondling, self-care <laughs> that we've ever had in the history of the world. Just saying. Well, think of all of us we've who were alone for a big part of it. Uh, extra, and you were forced to be alone. Extra time at home leads people's hands to wandering in their pants or that's, in the refrigerator that's my theory or the refrigerator because people did gain you have weight. some choices yeah but uh yeah people just have the average the average single person said uh, it's been a three times a day since all this started 
Hmm. Pandemic started, so uh, we've really used that you're opportunity. Looking at me like I'm supposed to answer <laughs> this. I always look at you. I know you're doing. This is how people get in touch with themselves. Sometimes you look at me more <laughs> than others. Yeah. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Three That's times. right. It might be some people are trying to stop themselves from going to the refrigerator again. Well, there is that, Lori, or to go to sleep. Yeah, let me just tap the old banana instead of <laughs> okay. getting in the bag of chips. <laughs> So that's just a theory that that I think uh, we can all agree on. All right. Really, if you think about it. I'm not going to disagree. Okay. But I'm not answering. I'm not asking you. Now, here's another theory. Um, Another thing that's happened as a result of, uh, you know, a year of shutdown is um, maybe there's going to have to be some spring cleaning in ye old cars. People. Oh. Haven't People, been in them? One in three drivers say their cars are full of junk and they haven't washed them in months. Yeah. Is that because they don't use them? Or why? A little bit of that. You know, people I mean, maybe aren't commuting, or if they are, they are just throwing everything in the back or they spill something or they've got uh, just uh, maybe a drink spills over. Just, I feel that they way don't about never, my couch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so. I, Anyway, yeah, uh, we people are really like they're just they feel like they've really gotten even messier in their cars this year. Oh, I, not true for me. Your I car is always much, messy. No, it's clean. It's oh, it clean, messy. Clean, no? It's clean, messy. Yeah. I spend too much time in that thing to have it be dirty. Well, it's not dirty. It's junky. Let's put it that way. <laughs> okay. Well, I have a junk. I have a specific setup for junk, okay, though. It's contained in a cars are. Area. Let me let me go back. The theory <laughs> is your car is full of junk. It's not necessarily dirty. It's full of stuff. That's that's like what better. kind of stuff we're we talking. About? Well, I've got puzzles. Okay. Tennis <laughs> balls. Books. I've got cable puzzles. starters. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've got a lot of puzzles. I've got books. Okay. Why are you running around with puzzles? Because I'm a. I'm a puzzle whisperer. And a mirror, a, a first aid kit. A lot I, of people I have, have a first aid kit. I've there. got rope. I've got a blanket. Hat mittens, A yoga mat. Well, I've got a yoga mat. I've got the yoga mat cover mm-hmm. thing. I've got, um, here's what really happened though. I bought some dishwashing soap and was at the cabin and it spilled all over my rubber mat and it froze. Uh-oh. Hmm. So... For weeks, I would just scrape with my spoon in the different, you know, because in the in the right. mat it has different like raised areas, so mm-hmm. I'd have to scrape between the raised areas to try to get the dishwashing soap out. Well, at least it was soap. Yeah. I know it's very clean, and not like your ice cream toppings. No, 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 honey. Mm-hmm. The ice cream sits in the front seat with me. Okay, I right. would never put that in the back. I, I think it's right I think between Mc- your legs. No, McDonald's sent oh. us some shamrock shakes. I think. Thank yes. you. Who's ever mm-hmm. listening at the old? Uh, Double arches. That's right. Okay, uh, here is, an, now this is a, I wasn't sure, I, I wasn't sure where to put this in, in a study or or a theory, but I think it does fit in in the theory. And so researchers are, are, are theorizing. Now, they don't have all the big picture on it, but um, what they're, they're thinking is that children... They call this group of people, the little people or kids right now, they call them the alpha generation. Have you heard that? No. No. Because they're maybe going to be the smartest oh. ever because of the digital, the technology, just because where we are. Because they started an iPad doing cross gaming at one, six months old. Basically. So they're calling the alpha generation and they said, um, 
what they're wondering is that the alpha generation will have fewer artists and musicians, and they said we can go ahead and future blame digital devices as the 100%. reason. Because here's what the theory is behind it, is that children who start using digital devices at a young age, they pay more attention to the tiny details and less to the whole picture. So alpha generation is anybody born after 2010. Okay. And so they've had constant exposure to digital technology on a daily basis, and they're the first generation. Well, I would also say the reason that they're going to not, there's not going to be that many musicians or artists is because no one's bored. They've got that crap in front of them. You know, you can play a game. I I flew home with all these children, Mm -hmm. and they're all, every kid, no matter if you're 2 or 6 or 15, you're doing something, and you're gaming, and it's an educational game in many cases, but you're doing it. I, we were bored. We'd pick up, uh, we'd sit at the piano mm-hmm. and we'd were bored or we'd go draw. Mm-hmm. We'd learn to draw. I mean, we were bored. We didn't have any. So you could see this theory totally, totally happening. Well, here's what they found out. So they, they looked, they had kids, they had a group of kids and they had them using smartphone phones or some other kind of mobile device. Mm-hmm. And they had to press a button after they saw the sun, either um, at the global or local level is what they uh talked about as far as how they could process what they're seeing, where is the sun, and the the kids responded faster when the target was at the local level, right in front of them, whereas if the sun was like more in the background, that is what other people would, oh, there it is. They zeroed in on what was right right up in in front front. of their face. Mm -hmm. So they got 120 children between four and six. They played a short game on a tablet, and... um, it caused detail-focused attention in the short term, whether they'd ever used it. But um, all it was was like six minutes of playing a game, and they're very laser-focused on a consecutive task. But then... Uh, this the, is going to be the generation that's going to cause a lot of car accidents because they're never going to look up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's, that's my line, Marco. Look up! Look up! Yeah. Look oh, up. yeah, we were just driving through, like, beautiful Colorado, and we had to yell at our boy to... Stop looking at the phone. Look oh. at mountains. Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh. But the, the researchers are just saying that because that's what they've been used to, that's right? what their eyes go to sure. is the little things instead of the bigger uh, right things. up front Got instead it. of the big picture. Okay. So they're just they're keeping an eye on that. But I think that this is a theory that, you know, anybody and the, that this has young generation, kids, the alphas are also going to have the hook in their neck, <laughs> the extra bone. They might also be the ones down. to discover cancer. They're going to do everything. The, uh, They're going to be the smartest, the most. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, does this sound uh, like it's a theory that 60% of Americans rise and wine, wine because of food hangovers? Hmm. Just food? Food hangovers, yeah. So you rise and you're, you complain? You're kind of crabby because you've got a food hangover. Well, you don't feel good. Well, food hangovers are uncomfortable. <laughs> I will say that for them. Yeah. I think an alcohol one is worse. True. By far. True. But yeah, food hangover isn't good. Yeah, it's 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 a real it's a real thing. And uh what was the number today, Lori? Because we both saw the same report about how much weight people have gained. The average uh woman has gained between like twenty and twenty seven pounds, and the average guy has gained nine thirty nine pounds. Oof. It's a benefit. Average? It's mm-hmm. a big one. 
39? Well, you've got the people who gained 70 that are, you know, what? helping I that mean, get yeah, up I there. feel I've definitely put on some, but not 39. Well, maybe not that, but right. there are people that were extremes. just like ex- extremes of yeah, it. Right. So it's, yes. a, it's a real thing because, okay. I mean, I know that in the first two months of the pandemic, I personally lost weight. Ate, ate, no, but I ate like... A six-pound bag of hot tamales. I remember that. From Costco. I remember that. And I was just like, why aren't my pants fitting me? It was because every night I would nervously eat Mm -hmm. those things because we were also kind of nervous about what was going on. I hated it. it. We weren't going out anywhere, and it was just like kind of a comforting. It It was so eerie. Eerie. Nobody knew anything. We didn't know if we were all going to die or no. lose right. our jobs, blah, blah, blah. So I was just like, and then I loved mixing them, like, you know, with some cashews. That turned out to be a good snack I could get behind. And I was really like, and I think a lot of people did that. And I've are, gone and up and it. down. I've yeah. gone up and down and I'm in a little and bit of an And that would upswing. be different from another year home. Right. I, <laughs> I will say at the beginning of the pandemic, we walked around a lot. Like, yes. Yeah. Because there was nothing else to do but right. just take neighborhood walks. And then winter came. So I think, I'm, I don't know about you guys, but I, I feel like we're going to be more active again finally. Uh, right. Getting out and walking, getting yeah. out and biking, doing stuff. But the clubs were closed. And so like... Everything I mean, was closed for a while. Yeah, I mean, it was... And stress I, eating is real. Yeah, very much so. And all of America, all of the world did it. So right. if, you, if you've if you gained some weight and don't beat yourself up no, about it. gentle kindness. Gentle kindness is right. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody did it and you're in good company. Okay. And it's only a hand, a very small percentage of people that lost weight. And yes, I lost like maybe six pounds at the beginning. I was so stressed out yeah, about. I remember you know, stupid stuff, but mm-hmm. stressed out about it. But I quickly got it back and then mm-hmm. gained a little. You know, I think I I think I did gain like six pounds based mm-hmm. on how my pants fit. Right. You know, now that we've been able to work out again and stuff, right. things, things are things, things are, are stabilizing. Things but, are stable. Yeah. Things are stable. All right, listen, that's all I got for theories for you guys. All right, uh, there we, we come good. back. Right. We, we've got uh, the rest of the headlines. All right, Penny. Erickson to the rescue. Okay, girls, I cannot allow you to keep calling two pack to pack. Two pack, Julia. We've been told this before. We have. You call them two pack. Sometimes I call them two pack. Sometimes they say the Ireland's part <laughs> of the United Kingdom, and I really know that it well. Was right, I, I grabbed that clip today. That was a good oh, one yesterday. That was just like uh, <laughs> I Thanks, always Kenny. get confused with Northern Ireland. Then when the I think it was the Scots who wanted independence and they were vote. Remember all of that? Oh. I so I obviously don't know anything. Um, I just know my history from books and the crown. There you go. Some know. of that oh, historical geez. stuff. Right. But thank you, Penny. Yeah. We are gonna remember it. And Rocco, you got to remind. I got to do. Yeah, Goodbye. and uh, yeah, it was interesting when you're talking about that Johnny Depp movie because there was a whole nother theory. That the movie was kiboshed because uh, it was about the LAPD and some people didn't want the movie to get out. People oh. people deep in the LAPD didn't. Oh. Yeah, I, I don't think it was that. I do think it was that the fact that this guy was not dropping his lawsuit and the movie was getting released and right. the Amber Heard thing and the yeah. studio was just like, okay, we can't have Johnny go out and do press. Um yeah, what are we going to do? But what are what, we going to do? What were you saying? It is going to come out? What was the point of the story? Next week. Okay. Next okay, week. so there's a new show on tonight with Katie Seagal. 
Oh, Rebel. Yes, Rebel. And it's it's an Aaron Brockovich, Brockovich inspired drama. I and it's on Katie ABC. Skull. And is it it's getting good reviews. I think so. This is well, here's what it's based on the life of environmentalist activist Aaron Brockovich, set after the events of the Julia Roberts movie that made her a household name. Rebel stars Katie Seagal. Um she goes on, let's see, it's an American television drama. I don't know what it's going to be about, but it looked kind of good. All right. It did look kind of good, didn't it? Yeah. Um. So that's on tonight. Other things I want to ask you guys. So this is a new series that Fox is going to do, okay? It's an anthology series based, and it um, will be a romantic comedy, okay? And each season is inspired by the music of a different pop star, and the very first season is based on the mu- music of Huey Lewis and the news. Okay. <laughs> I do have a soft spot for Huey Lewis and yeah. the news, but go I ahead. I know. And it said, um, it's an hour-long anthology, excuse me, and they say that um, they'll have different people after that, and I have no idea how to base it around that. I do have a soft spot for him, too, because he was at our sweet spot and going out in the mm-hmm. 80s, you know, mm-hmm. he yeah. reminds me of Arizona. Yeah. And this one club um, when I lived down there. And he just. The power of love. The power of love. And he can't really sing live anymore because no. he has that the ear disease. Thing. Yeah. Right. Right. Which would be such a drag. Lori doesn't have her hearing thing because, as someone said, she can't eat cashews anymore after you described what your earwax looked like when they got it out last week. Okay. <laughs> that was a segue. Good job. That. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh-huh. You know, things aren't as loud as they were last week. I'm not tiptoeing around. I've noticed around. that. Right. I'm not tiptoeing around. Your ear has gotten used to the sound. Okay, so how does this Fox show work? I have no idea. This is literally... <laughs> did I read it wrong, Rocco? I I'm just like... Well, you said each se- okay. each show episode is based on a no, pop star says, each season? No, it says the basis of season one is going to be Huey Lewis music. And they're they're going to be an anthology series. It's going to be a romantic comedy based on his Starting music. tonight? No, it's oh. in development. Oh, it's in development. No, it's not. It isn't out yet. Hmm. Um, that's all I got. Hmm. And it was on the same page that in Europe, Cool Wrench Doritos are called Cool American Doritos. Very nice. So I, I could up. have cut and paste and mixed up some stories. No, I'm looking this up. Yeah, and I'm, I'm now I'm intrigued. I listened to like a, a, a interview, like an hour long interview with Huey Lewis earlier this year. And, uh, I, yeah, it really set me back because I used to love him in the 80s. Right. Mm-hmm. I spent a whole afternoon uh, gardening, listening to Huey oh, Lewis. It was a great day. Everybody wore the sunglasses, oh. the big oversized hats. <laughs> yeah, the ray He had kind of a yeah, cool, he did. suave look about him. He did. Oh, yeah. Uh, speaking of cool looks, Holly posted some Grammy fashion moments throughout the years. And, oh, my gosh, this is so much fun to the look share. at. So. Well, there's a photo of um, Cher in 1974. She had a crop top on. She basically looks like a fairy princess, and she is presenting Stevie Wonder Album of the Year at the 16th. Dolly Parton looking um, cowboy chic in 1977. Grace Jones wearing like an amazing bird hat and jewel Tone makeup in nineteen eighty three. Oh, she's so great. Michael Jackson, mm-hmm. Prince. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a fun. That fun, is fun. Oh, the polka dot outfit that yep. he wore that was iconic because the boots match. Yes, I know. His legs look so long. This is good. Mm-hmm. It's on the Lori and Julia show page. 
All right. Do you guys think so? The after Oprah sit down with Prince Harry and, and Megan, um, and, and the people want her to, her to have a sit down with Britney Spears now. What do you think? Well, I think she would not even be allowed to make that decision right now because she's under conservatorship right. of her father. But yes, uh, it may. I'll tell you what that whole thing. Uh, made me realize is that Oprah is really a great interviewer and um, she could go ahead. I know that she probably doesn't want to do any press or whatever, but I would love if Mackenzie Scott, Jeff Bezos, ex, sit down with her. who's giving away all the money and showing the uh-huh. billionaires how to give away their money, married to the high school science teacher. I don't know. I would love to hear from her, but I know she won't because they have kids. But I mean, She's she was like so publicly humiliated. Yeah, I know she was on this huge global level. And I mean, she never said a thing, uh-uh. never anything. And then she gets all that money, and then she promptly just starts Gives giving away. And yeah. the the money that she gave away in twenty twenty, the very specific money that she mm-hmm. gave was just incredible. What it did. So I'd love to see that interview. That but would I know be a great one. Won't. But I, even I, you know, I would, I wouldn't mind if she just sat down, you know, with uh, somebody she's else. Good. She's good. At, she's, she's so great. Good. She is great. And, and her glasses about, were so cool. I loved. I did not like. Oh, those. see, I liked. I liked the round glasses look. When you're feeling rounder, round pot, round Harry Potter. Pounds. That's right. Round Christopher told us that that's very right. early on. Christopher Hopkins. And speaking of Christopher, you know Christopher Brady. You know, the Brady Bunch? Yes, what is that? The chairs that Megan and Oprah and Harry were sitting are, they from his are Christopher Brady's collection. They're sold out, $550 chairs, but he's a furniture uh, maker, designer. How funny is So the that? Brady Bunch has intersected with Oprah and Harry and Meghan. Wait, Christ- Christopher Knight? He was yeah, Peter. Christopher Knight. Okay, I called him Christopher Brady. Oh, I, I know. I, like, okay. I figured it. I knew who she was talking about. Interesting. <laughs> I know. Don't forget to register for your opportunity to yeah. pick your $10,000 prize. Just download the MyTalk app and go ahead and register. We're giving away $100 every day. And then you'll be entered for the big prize. Everyone have a great night. Thanks for hanging out with us. Job done. Off you go.